point click. Welcome oh, to your opponent. Welcome back, everyone. It is Tuesday, April 13th. Uh, you're tuned in to the one and only podcast between the 94, the only podcast with the world famous What Did He Say segment. Um, you're listening to your two great, uh, wonderful hosts, myself, Sam Chevaria and Mason. I am never going back to the East Coast. Basada, how you doing, man? Well, you're never going back. Are you saying I'm never going back? Or you're yeah, never going back? Just, yeah, I'm just teasing you because it's just like uh, when 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 is when is Nate Mason heading heading back to the to the Big Apple? I'm already back, dude. I came back. What? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back. Uh, well, it, that's on... ruined. That's yeah, ruined. yeah. I was confused there. Uh, yeah, no, I came back last Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. How yeah. how was how was the flight? How was everything? Oh, way better. Yeah, it was way better than the way there and um, direct flight. And, uh, nice. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Cool. So yeah, it was fun. Good times. Nice. Um, yeah, I uh, some pretty cool news. Some pretty big news. Got my first dose on uh, oh, on, on Friday. Dude. Yeah. What, what did you get? I forgot which one. I got, you got. Moderna. Yeah. Moderna. The, yeah. The crazy reaction. I think I talked about this. Like a crazy reaction yes. to, to the second shot. But yeah. How did you okay. How did you feel after? I mean, it's just the first shot, but I, I like. I don't know. I guess a little fatigue, but it's whatever. It's fine. Um, I'm part of the Pfizer fam, so we'll see. Nice, uh, nice, yeah. See how it works out. Um, also, um, I don't know how relevant it is um, to us uh, on our podcast, but uh, Ramadan Mubarak to all our fellow Muslims out there listening. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, a month of fasting, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm doing so, yeah, it. Yeah, how does how does explain it to me? So you can't eat you can only eat at night or how, how so does it work? Until sunrise to sunset. Right. Got it. Okay. Um nothing. But then um, at night you go to town, right? You just like Oh, you, you just it's like it's a great, feast. Crazy dude. meals, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's good times, good times. I um, my 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 roommate is like she majored in some sort of like biology and she told me that like intermittent fasting is like very very good for your 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 metabolism and stuff so like maybe it's a good oh, yeah. you know a good cleanser you know yeah and and hopefully i'll get to lose some of these lbs you know these, these you qu- quarantine lbs i'm exactly. not too sentimental but i've known them. <laughs> these these quarantine pounds for about a year now but i'm ready to you know make that separation um so some breaking news right as we right before we hopped on the pod Jamal Murray, man, um, tearing that ACL last night against the Warriors on that on that crazy fall. Did you happen to see it live? I didn't. No, but I got the um, like all the my Twitter notifications went off like as soon as like, people were saying, "Oh, it doesn't look good." Like he's in a lot of pain, and I just knew I was like, "Damn it!" Like, mm. yeah, it's it is. And then when I watched the, I immediately went and saw the, watched the video, and he was just like, you could tell it was something bad. Like he was, I, yeah. As soon as you went down, for me, it was like shades of clay, you know? You're just like in excruciating yeah. pain. You could tell it's something like that you never, ever want to see a, a professional athlete or, in this case, a basketball player ever go through. Like, that's, ah, especially especially this year for the Nuggets, you know? Um, 
where I feel like a lot of people had a lot of expectations for them, um, making that uh, that conference finals last year and expecting to get to the finals this year, especially with their squad um, and their front office making additions like Aaron Gordon and stuff. And it sucks, man. Um, I don't know, what's your what's your opinion on it? Yeah, I mean this. I don't, I don't want to say this like closes their championship window, but it. I mean for this season, but it definitely makes it tighter. You know, like I mean, yeah, the door is ajar. Yeah, like <laughs> Jokic. It. I mean, if I wouldn't be surprised if this like just increases his chances of winning MVP. I think they'll probably still win a lot of regular season games just because he's that good. True. And then the narrative is like, wow, his second guy just went down for the last, you know, 17 games or whatever the season and they still kept winning, like, easy MVP. Like, you know, I think it's now it's like pretty much, unless they lose a lot of games, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, I um, mean, for, for me, that just drives the narrative, right? Everybody loves loves the narrative angle, I guess, the media members. Yeah, they'll have something to latch onto now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the people who, because let's be honest, there are some people who, like, have a vote who maybe don't pay attention to the entire league um they'll definitely see this headline and be like wow Jokic carries team without Jamal Murray that's great um if he does that you know but I think he will Mm -hmm. uh but then once they get in the postseason I mean Jamal Murray won them a lot of games last year in the bubble he was amazing and he was starting to be like round into form these last this last stretch and you know, it's it's it sucks. Like they don't have another guy like him who can like create off the dribble, hit tough shots. You know, run run pick and roll. I mean, Jokic is like his own beast. He's like one of the most unique players in NBA history. But mm-hmm. they need that perimeter gunner type. Um, you know, I guess Will Barton's gonna have to step up. Compazzo is is fun to watch. I don't think he's. You know, oh, I love him. Yeah, he's great. But um, you know, like. I don't know if he's moving the needle for them in, in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So especially defensively, um, not that Murray was a great stopper, but he, at least he had size. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it's it sucks. I think uh, I, people are already jumping on the oh, the condensed season is like causing all these injuries, and but this happens every year. We miss somebody yeah. who you know would would be a difference maker in the playoffs and it's just the timing of it sucks you know like we were really ramping up for the west was looking nasty like just like someone great was gonna lose in the first round oh yeah i mean someone still will but now it's like uh, if if you're the clippers or the lakers I, i don't know if you're tanking or like trying to you know maneuver the seating to get to play the nuggets i guess they'll have to see how they do over this last stretch but i think we might start to see some of that stuff where like you know, like I, I think I didn't watch this series. I was, but I remember the, the Grizzlies tanked to eighth to play the Spurs because Ginobili got hurt like the last game of the season or last week of the season or something. My goodness. And they and then they they beat. It was like an, a one eight upset. Um, I think it was like twenty eleven or something. Um, so maybe we'll see something like that. But I don't know if the Nuggets still look great. If Jokic still looks, if you know he's he carries his team and they're still scary, then maybe not. You know, it's still going to be mm-hmm. a tough out no matter what. But they're missing that little extra something with Murray. Yeah, if the uh, playoffs started today, it'd be Lakers and Nuggets. So maybe that's exactly where they want to stay. Um, it's it, it. I mean, it's it sucks, dude. Like I. This I feel like this probably would have been the year too that Jamal Murray, uh, depending obviously on how he performed in the playoffs, would have gotten a playoff nickname. You know what I mean? 
um playoff yeah. playoff Murray or something like because because yeah. last year was just he was sensational like throughout the throughout the entire bubble he just he just brought it um coming down especially from that that three I, both times right three one from um yeah from the Jazz and from the and the, uh, Clippers the Clippers yeah, yeah dude that was insane um but it's you can't help but feel for the Nuggets and for Jamal Murray especially with like you said, the season closing in on the playoffs soon and uh, them having like a really good, really, really good chance at contending for a title. Um, but um, I mean, f- we're looking at some good news as a Warriors fan, I guess, from that game. Um, Warriors get the W. Uh, first and foremost, Stephen Curry drops 53 and becomes the quote greatest warrior of all time, surpassing Wilt as the uh, as he tops the Warriors' career scoring list, um, it was crazy, man. Steph, uh, Steph, just I, I'm I'm looking at his uh, basketball reference page, and I I didn't even know that one of the nicknames he had was Threesis. It, it I don't know how <laughs> much that 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 like rings. I don't know how that sounds to me. I don't really I don't really like it, but. Um, yeah, Human Torch, Babyface Assassin, Chef Curry, Steph. Those are all very, very nice nicknames. But Threesis is like, uh, you can you can take that one out for me. But um, yeah, he becomes the GOAT, man. Um, a lot of a lot of praise from his his teammates, coaching staff. I mean, the thing the thing that sucks too. Uh, I know it wasn't this game, but James Wiseman also goes down um, for the Warriors. He has a torn meniscus i don't expect him to come back uh no they already yeah sean okay. said like it's it's his season ending for sure yeah god oh my god uh i mean i guess obviously we weren't expecting like i mean we had high expectations we were like playoffs for sure um i guess if it's if it's a reach like conference finals but without clay it's just like we can't really expect to be a serious contender for the title um we'll we'll see we'll see man maybe clay and and james wiseman will spend some time together on the couch and clay can introduce him to rocco and stuff but um i I just it's it's such another big blow to the warriors and not not trying to overshadow like jamal murray's serious injury or anything but like the the amount of injuries that the warriors have come across the past what now like two seasons is insane dude like it's it's a crazy stretch of unfortunate events just unraveling upon the warriors and it's like a lot of people are just like oh well if they still had um uh chelsea i forgot the former athletic i guess director i think was it for the warriors they're just like oh if chelsea was still here everything would be good but it's just like dude these are injuries that you wouldn't have been able to prevent like how do you prevent Aaron Baines from falling on on Curry's hand (laughs) and stuff like that but I don't know it just sucks um seeing another warrior and fall to injury especially something as serious as a meniscus like we don't know what's gonna happen are they gonna remove it are they gonna try and repair it who knows um it's just especially for a big man like that that's something that you want uh, I guess. I mean, obviously, anybody wants their meniscus in their knee, but 
it sucks, man. I, I, I hate I hate to see it go down like that. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> I don't wanna obviously yeah, it's 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 the terrible injury luck. But what you said about, you know, like the how the Warriors have had bad luck for the last couple of years, they were let's just I mean to to swing the karma, you know, the pendulum the other way. Like they were very lucky with injuries throughout their whole run um their whole championship run. You know, I mean well uh I guess other than, yeah, I mean, I mean like, their first two years they didn't really have any anyone go out, right? I mean, of yeah. the before they got KD, mm-hmm. and then KD missed some time. I mean, obviously, like it, uh, twenty nineteen was when everything fell apart. But like, I'm trying to think if they had any major injuries before that. Obviously, um, not in the postseason. Like the the the, yeah. the, the back to back titles, they were super healthy. So yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, That's it's true. it's. No, it sucks, but and and I don't know if this the James Wiseman thing. Well, first of all, let's talk about Steph. I guess let's talk about the good news first because we we hit a lot of stuff there. So, yeah, did yeah. you think did you think this made him the greatest warrior of all time, or was he already the greatest warrior of all time? Uh, and this kind of just mean, like put a stamp on it. I mean, who? How? It's hard to like argue against Wilt Chamberlain, you know, <laughs> someone who right, scored yeah. like a hundred points in a game. Um, especially being in the uh, wait, he was in the in a Warriors uniform when he did that, right? He wasn't in. Uh, I think so because I saw a, a photo of. Uh, well, that is it. The Philly like because wasn't it the Philly Warriors for a while? I always get confused about like how the teams change. Yeah, but yeah, I saw a photo, a photo of Steph holding up his like total points scored uh, with like a piece of on a piece of paper, like as like someone photoshopped it as a joke to like mimic the. Will Chamberlain 100 point game photo where he's holding up the photo, you know, the, the piece of mm-hmm. paper that says 100 on it. Um, yeah, it was for so the I, Philadelphia Warriors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I it's. I tough. do think I so. Think, That's you think Steph was the best like prior to this? I mean, how many? Will only won one title with the Warriors, right? So. I believe um, so. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even know if they were in Golden State at that point. Um, so. Yeah, I think Steph, like, for what he means to the culture and, you know, the he defined an era. He's probably one of the most popular basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, yeah, whether you, I don't know where people rank him, like, on their all-time lists, but, like, in terms of, like, importance to the game, like, top five, man. Like, top five most, like, influential players mm-hmm. to basketball like literally synonymous with with the three point shot, I think. You know, yes. I mean he 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 just he took this thing that was like, look, people do this, you know, as a like I, I mean, I think like people talk about Larry Bird as the first superstar to implement the three point shot, but even so, you look at his number of attempts, it's not even close. Like Steph's go to oh, yeah. weapon is either an off the dribble three or just running your opponent around in circles until you find an open look off the screen and and knock it down um so yeah congrats to Steph um and then with the Wiseman thing how do you think this does this impact their ability to make noise in the playoffs at all because I think if they just keep doing what they're doing because I don't think he was helping them that much right now yeah um I don't thing. know. Maybe he would have made some noise in the playoffs, but like I mm-hmm. think either way, they're, um, you know, they're they're going to be a tough out in the 
play-in, but I think either way they're going home pretty early, right? Yeah, that's the thing. I I don't I didn't think it made that much mess of of the plans that they had. Um, he he did get ex- some extra minutes um, in this in this second half of the of the season and after the All Star break and when he came back from injury. But I don't really that's I I just wanted him to get some experience, even if it is like a, a play in atmosphere. Um, and for some reason, the Warriors got bounced in that play-in round. It's still like you you still want a young guy to experience that kind of like it's almost like a game seven. You're just thrown into a game seven, and you and I feel like you would want him to experience that. Um, and if they did happen to win that play-in game, then yeah, you want him to experience playoff basketball. Um, that's because honestly you're just like okay well when clay comes back you're gonna be playing a lot of playoff basketball um hopefully you know what i mean so that's the thing it's just experience but i i don't think it um really throws a wrench into their plan uh in the playoffs because it's like how how much could he have really he he's he's a jumper man like he he can get he I know it's because he's a rookie and like a lot of these vets can can kind of pump fake get him into the air and give him some foul trouble but it, it like a lot of uh like a lot of people say playoff basketball is a completely different beast than the regular season. Yeah, no, I mean, I think any kind of experience in that department would have been great for him. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I think I, I don't know. I think he will he'll find his way. Um, this 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 season's been just unfortunate for rookies in general. Like it sucks about Lamelo Ball. I know, especially because the Hornets are still firmly in the play. I think they're like the fifth seed right now. So like, um, yeah, that would have it would have been so cool to see him um, in the postseason too. Um, they did say like there's a chance for Lamelo to come back, right? Especially if I don't they make know. a deep playoff run. I wouldn't expect. Yeah, I I, I would imagine like it would be yeah like like. Once the playoffs start, if anything, but yeah, I'm not sure. I've from what I've heard, it sounds like he's just kind of done. But you know, we'll never. And also, I don't think they're gonna want to rush him back. Like they're that's their mm-hmm. franchise guy there. You know, like are, yeah. are you really hurrying back just to get killed by the Nets or the Bucks or whoever? Um, yeah. So yeah, that that that's that's unfortunate too. But um, yeah, there's always next year, man. We got plenty of time, and these these guys always. Like look at Joel Embiid. Like he, we thought he was just like injury plagued for the rest of his career, right? And he's an MVP candidate. So, I mean, he did get get an injury. This he was injured for a little bit this year too. Mm-hmm. But like, I think when you're younger, you can't you don't really have to worry about injuries really like impacting you long term as much. Like your body's gonna heal pretty quickly, and and there's not gonna be any long term effects. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see. Um, Especially because they're in the sixth seed right now. Yeah, you're right. They would be playing the Bucks. Um, I I don't see that going Charlotte's way. It's weird to see like Charlotte um, above 500. Like I don't remember the last time their season when they were above 500. I know that kind of like sucks to say. I remember that, that one year uh, they played the. Were they the Bobcats? Yeah, when they played the Heat with Kemba. Yeah, and like. Um, uh, What's that white dude's name with the long hair? Josh McRoberts. McRoberts. Like a pivotal yes. piece for them. Yeah. 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 That was an interesting series. And then he uh, went on to go to Miami, like on their team. That was yes. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, 
I just yeah. I remember him of... just like ripping his jersey. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a fun player to watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good passer. Good passer. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so interesting to I. It was it like after seeing that loss uh, for the Warriors from the Wizards that other night when Andrew Wiggins fouled Bradley Beal to get that four point uh, play, I was just like that. It was like, dude, there's like 1.2 seconds to go in the game. Like, I don't understand why. Okay, so at this point, you would want to play like the fouling game. Um, as as Coach Kerr put it, he was like, there's 19 seconds left. We just wanted to see what our defense would do. He was like, usually you don't really... I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but he was like, usually you don't really play that foul game until there's like what five seconds on the clock um but i was just like it's you just even even kalena and bob fitzgerald were talking about it on the uh, warriors broadcast and they're just like you just play the fouling game it's like math math is fun like you just keep fouling so they don't make a three or even attempt a three and i don't know i for me i was just like yeah i think that would be a good idea you just foul and then um once you get possession, they foul you back and you just keep fouling each other until you win the game. Like, those are the games that you, if, if you want to make, like, if you want to seal your position in the play-in or even the playoff seating, then you, you win those games. Um, it was just... Sam, it sounds like you are really, uh, you're not you're not too happy with Steve Kerr these last few weeks, huh? With the, <sighs> with the Wiseman stuff and with, the, with his playing time and, and Steph... I remember you were upset that Steph wasn't getting more minutes, and and now this. I don't know, man. Are you, War- are you turning on me, dude? Warriors Twitter is straight up turning on Steve Kerr. Like, oh yeah, you, yeah. I've been oh seeing that my a lot. lord, yeah. it's like because every you're just like okay when you have KD and all these players like do you like like Steve Nash like do you really got a coach or do you just got to kind of manage personalities at this point? Um, you don't you, if when you have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. James Harden, and like for the sake of their names, Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge on the floor. Do you really gotta draw plays? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I think you just let those uh, playmakers kind of do their thing. Uh, Kyrie and and James Harden, they can easily, easily, and KD easily get their own shots off anytime they want. Um, so I don't really think that, and and that alone opens up plays for Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge, but that's the thing people are just like calling him out now it's just like now you actually got a coach um yeah and I, to I, steve nash's credit he actually does some like forward thinking stuff like he does he does that thing where you don't have your like fifth guy guard the inbounds like you just have him double like their best player off the ball you know like instead of like nobody's mm-hmm. guarding the inbounds pass like i like the experimental stuff that he's trying out and yeah kerr kind of in a, in a lot of ways, like if you go back and look at his stuff, like he is a his um, style is kind of of a a different era. Like he's just never been a heavy pick and roll coach. He just does not, mm-hmm. for some reason, he just doesn't think that that's um, a useful play. Practical. And you have yeah. like the best shooter in NBA history. I, I I would. I mean, just go and look at look at the Blazers. You know, like like they're they live off that, and and yes. Dame gets like. It just puts the defenses in such a tough spot because when you can, when a point guard can pull up from that far, like you have to trap, you have to like blitz. It's it's so tough to deal with that at a pick and roll, and um, 
And when you have a guy like Draymond setting the screen, once he's once he's rolling, he makes great decisions with the basketball as a passer. Mm-hmm. So, and Steph, if they force the ball out of his hands, I think Draymond will make the right choice. If not, you know, he can drive or he can just he can kill you from from deep. So that uh, was like it was like a bread and butter. I feel like over the past couple seasons, or the Draymond comes up for that high high uh, pick and roll and they trap Steph, Steph bounces it over to Draymond, and then Iguodala gets that alley-oop pass from Draymond. I feel like that was, like, very, very prevalent a lot, and I don't know why they didn't do that more, especially when you got, what, Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre on the wings filling in that Andre Iguodala spot, and they're both high flyers. Like, you can throw them in oop if you want. Like, I I just don't understand it, I guess, at this point. Yeah, so I... I... I don't know. I haven't watched as much Warriors basketball as you to to have an opinion on whether you know Steve should Steve the the Warriors should take a look at Steve Kerr. I don't know. I think you got to you got to give him the benefit of the doubt with mm-hmm. with these injuries because sometimes you kind of want. I mean, I don't know how true this is, but I hear this narrative a lot of like there are coaches in the league that get you from the dregs to respectable, like kind of how um, Kenny Atkinson was for the Nets. Yeah. And he got them from, like, worst in the league to respectable. He, like, got the most out of what talent he was given. He developed young guys. He turned Levert and Dinwiddie and, and Jared Allen into good players. Did and you then, say that about right. Jason Kidd uh, in the Bucks? Um, no, because I don't think – I <laughs> I don't know, man. Jason Kidd was doing some, some funny stuff. You talk about <laughs> math at the end of the game. He was <laughs> – he didn't do good with that. There was some free throw shenanigans that made no sense when he tried to justify it. Um, but like, yeah, they had to, the Nets had to upgrade to Steve Nash because they wanted somebody. Or I mean, even I think the Warriors are a perfect example of Mike Mike Brown to. I'm um, sorry, not Mike Brown. Um, uh, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson yeah. to Mike Brown was their assistant. Um, yeah. Is he still with the Warriors? As still assistant? is. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's still there. Um, so yeah, Mark Jackson to to Steve Kerr is a perfect example of that. Like get to respectability, maybe get into the playoffs. But when you want to win at the highest level, maybe you need someone who thinks a little differently. And, and Kerr has mm-hmm. proven that when he's given the talent, he can make some noise. So maybe they're gonna wait until Clay comes back, and then once Steve is out of excuses, if they're still not winning, then you take a look at that. But I don't know if they're ready to to start thinking about that, especially with the how long he's been there and. Mm-hmm. you know the respect he has within the organization so i'm definitely we'll not i i definitely don't want him fired i just want him to kind of like just take a look at the pieces that you have um for example the greatest shooter to ever play this game and uh see what you can do with it like make make your offense i i mean regardless of any plays that you're going to draw up Stephen Curry is going to be the system and will always be the system until he walks off that court. But utilize him, man. Like that's, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, the, the, how, cause it's going to suck. <laughs> it's going to suck once Curry takes off that Jersey. Um, but we'll see. But just, just, and when he puts on a Charlotte Hornets, teal no. oh, jersey, well, that, ooh, can't like wait. when he's like 40, I, I, that'd be cool. No, man, I next guess. season. He's a free agent <laughs> after next season. <laughs> yeah, LeBron's recruiting him too. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. That would be so interesting. Um, I don't know if the Lakers would even sign that. I hate that, man. I hate when, like, we saw... That was, like, I'm sure that was on first take when 
what was it? like LeBron and Steph were just talking or something. The All Star Game, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like, is LeBron recruiting Steph to <laughs> join the Lakers, the latest super team? Jeez. Steph Curry's making $45 million a year right now, man. I, I don't know how the hell you fit that into the, the cap. But I I guess people were saying that about... It's so funny. I remember this is a tangent, but I remember when, like, the first rumors... I think Shams broke it, mm-hmm. or maybe it was Woj, of, like, the first rumors of KD maybe going to Golden State. Like midway through the 2016 season, yeah, and everyone was like, "That's impossible! That. How could they possibly do it? Like, it mm-hmm. cost so much money." And then I, the people laid it out like there there was a cap spike. They could renounce, you know, they could give up like Bogut, and and they could make it work. Harrison Barnes for Barnes, yep, yeah, and and lo and behold, they did it, man. That was I. That's yeah. crazy. I will never forget that moment when I saw it on my phone, um, but it's still like. It still baffles me right now how it's just like why aren't why aren't the Nets receiving as much hate as the Warriors did throughout their little run with the Nets having Kyrie, KD, Blake, uh, Harden, and they get Lamarcus Aldridge, and it's just it's so it's so interesting to me. I'm just like so you guys just hated the Warriors is all I guess. I think at they this point. do. I think they are getting some hate. Um, uh, like I, on Twitter, I see some people who are just like, I can't root for the Nets after like how they were constructed. Um, I think one of the biggest th- differences, though, is the whole like KD loses to the Warriors and then joins them. You know, where it's like, I guess there's I guess. not that. But I mean, KD and Kyrie have played each other in the finals before. They both lost to each other. Like Harden's played kd in the playoffs before he's lost mm-hmm. to him so but i guess it's not the recency thing like it's not the literally the year before the right a- yeah right after part i guess yeah i don't know man and i i think like they were the they were all in non-ideal situation well not kd <laughs> um yeah. uh, but Kyrie and and harden were unhappy with their situations and Kyrie's a free agent. That I can't fault at all. And same with KD. You know, I think he mm-hmm. he wanted a different look. But yeah, the James Harden thing. It's I think we'll be talking about that for a long time. About you know, because if they win the title, does this does this cement the idea of you know players should fight their hardest to get to where they want to be? Because if you mm-hmm. do, you could win a championship, and that's the yeah. goal of the NBA. So, you know, I, 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 it's hard to fault him. If he win, if the, if the Nets win the championship, it's really hard to fault James Harden for yeah, doing course. what he did. Yeah. And that's going to be the discussion moving forward. Like you said, like people are just going to be like, well, I'm just going to go to Philly or I'm just going to go to LA or uh, who knows. But, um, it is, it is, I'm going on a different tangent though, uh, here, but it's funny how. I forgot who it was. Maybe Shams or Woj again. Um, They're like, oh, breaking news. Like the Warriors have um, interest in Kawhi Leonard. And then like some random person tweeted or replied to it. It's just like breaking news. The entire league has has interest in Kawhi Leonard uh, in the offseason because he's a free agent, right? Is He's... Yeah. Oh, Kawhi this Kawhi. well he can he can opt out I think he will opt out just He's, to, I think so he, he can get a new contract but um yeah the the sounds like it's a pretty it's pretty definitive that he'll stay 
But if the Clippers flame out again in the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if he left, honestly. Um, yeah. I think it helps that that Paul George uh, signed, signed, a, signed an extension. So, yep. you know, he has that security in L.A. and, and they look good right now. Um, and he, he, this is where he's wanted to be all along. Like, you know, it sounds like ever since he demanded a trade from San Antonio, he's been trying to get to L.A. So he doesn't really have... I just don't see another place where he would want to go. Maybe Golden State, but... I um, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be tough. I mean, if if you're looking at it, okay. So let's say he does go to Golden State. That would be one hell of a starting five, if I say so. Myself, yeah, that'd be scary. But, man. That would be that'd be crazy. He would um, he would like increase the longevity of everyone around him too, because he could be the exactly. number one option. And exactly. Step. How old is he? How old is Kawhi? I want to say he's exactly 30. He's either 29 or 30. No, really? Yeah, because he was a 2011 draft. Let me see. I should know this. This is malpractice by me. He is... He will turn 30 on June 29th of this year. Oh, so he's still in his uh, 20s. Wow, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wow, yeah. Relatively young. Um, Clay is only a few months older than him, I think. I believe. I think Clay's only thirty. Yeah, I think they um, were the same draft, right? Clay and Kawhi. That's right. Twenty eleven. Right. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, <laughs> Clay, Don't get too excited now, buddy. Let's, let's, I'm just, cool I'm just looking here. at Clay's basketball reference page, and he's got his nickname, the Electrician, and I'm just like, how did that even? <laughs> I don't even recall when that could have started or like who gave him that that nickname that is i like it though i could totally picture him in like you know like that button-up shirt and like a utility belt (laughs) just coming to like fix your tv like hey man what do you what do you got here what do we got here have you tried plugging it in (laughs) he's the the electrician who brings like rocco to all of his like work sites and stuff exactly yeah yeah i wonder if this was given to him like yeah right i wonder if this nickname was given to him after his like little tv interview uh in new york when he like made a little surprise guest i don't know he, oh he was... the uh, the scaffolding video yeah dude maybe yeah. that's one of my favorite videos of all time because it's, the it's great. i just love how the reporter has no idea who he is like they're just like let's <laughs> interview this tall guy let's see if he has any he's tall it probably bothers him the scaffolding and he had, he had great things to say he's just he an every man you know what a guy. Clay's, clay's great um he, so clay's 31 he february 8 of 1990 actually shares the same birthday as my dad february 8 ah, which is interesting that's exciting. um yeah kind of crazy um but the human torch chef curry like we said 53 points i think that's a perfect kind of uh segue if i can if i can say so myself to our to our segment it's a little early i know but you know it's all good um the, our our world-renowned famous segment of what did he say let's uh let's this is stephen curry um after getting a bunch of uh water dumped on him by juan toscano anderson um after dropping 53 points this is steph and uh richard jefferson who's who's a great announcer by the way um i've always i've always loved richard jefferson on the really funny guy oh my god great uh here it is I mean, you throw Will Chamberlain his name out uh, in NBA history. That's unbelievable. But in Warrior history, uh, to 
to be at the top of that list. So many people that contributed to that, and uh, it, was just, it was a special moment for sure. I don't think it's really sunk in, but uh, uh, I'm going to enjoy that one. Well, Steph, uh, I appreciate you lying uh, to us and saying that you didn't know you were going to get in the first quarter. Not to start the game, not to start the game, but about five minutes in when you hit your first, I think, three threes, then that's when the look in your eye and you were like, I want to get this out of the way in the first quarter. At what point in time did you say, I'm going to try and get this out of the way? Uh, probably yeah, probably the third three. That's why I didn't have any assists in the first in the first quarter. I wasn't passing it to nobody. So. Okay, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I you play you play with me. We, we, yeah, you, you remember yeah. when we played with us? So I get that look. Yeah, you might as well just get run to the look. corner and run back. <laughs> it's just great how it's like you can tell he's being like sincere. You know, he's just like yeah, after because like a, players like to like kind of brush it off you know it's just like oh yeah it's another hallmark but glad we got the win our goal is a championship uh blah 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 blah. but it, like even watching the game when he when he hit that layup and passed the mark like he like did a little you know like pointed up uh thank god and like it's just obviously you know that these these players are paying attention to these sort of acc accolades that they're I, I, you're the top scorer in Warriors history. This franchise has been around for a long time. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just crazy how he actually acknowledged it mid game. Yeah, it's 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 probably so like I I never I never ceases to amaze me like how it's like how modest he is mm -hmm. given who he is. You know, like like I don't want this to turn into like you know like a Steph Curry love fest, but like. No, he seems good. like the we're most good. humble. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the most humble guy, and he probably does the like the most amazing things on a basketball court we've we've seen in a long time. Other than LeBron, he's like the most like, you know, like remarkable. Like, how do you do that kind of guy? Mm -hmm. And yet he doesn't let it. I mean, you see him like kind of showboat on the court, like you yeah. know he does his little dances and stuff. But like um, nothing, you know. Whenever he talks to the media, he's just so even keeled all the time. Mm -hmm. um and he it's not like he came from humble beginnings either you know this is a guy who was he's the son of an nba player he's mm -hmm. been around this his whole life um i'm sh sure it would have been very easy for him to get an inflated ego and he just never did you know and, yeah. and that's that's a credit to him i think that probably helps him it probably keeps him grounded and keeps him you know keeps the drive alive because he probably wants to get better every day even though he's like mm -hmm. one of the best at what he does um and same with clay too you know the fact that those two guys like two sons of nba players um yeah. are as chill as they are and as you know like focused on their goal as they are is is, is pretty remarkable so yeah good job for, on the Warriors. yeah for me I, I feel like for steph it was um he he really grew that chip on his shoulder when he wasn't a really, I guess, highly recruited, um, I guess, basketball player in college even, and then even in the NBA. I guess he was a, no, that's not true. In in the NBA, yeah, he he was a pretty high draft pick, but but he um, wasn't. He was a late lottery. He wasn't like late you know, lottery. Like some people exactly. were saying he should have gone number one, and he didn't. So he fell a lot. So even then, yes. he's been kind of overlooked. Exactly. Um, but I think the thing for me was like his. Uh, his college days like not a lot of people had uh too much faith in him except for davidson and so he, he he wanted to go to where his dad went um i forgot which college that was but they didn't 
they didn't accept him. They didn't think he was, he was uh, athletic enough or whatever, big enough. Um, and he has these like commercials for it and stuff too, which is kind of crazy. So you can you can tell that that's what has kept his drive going, like he said. Um, he, I, it's crazy that he's the first player with three 50-point games in a season at age 32 or older in NBA history. The first person to do that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You'd think like... Jordan or Kobe would have done that, and that's yeah. That's, or LeBron. That's, or LeBron, yeah, yeah. No, that is that's that's an accomplishment. And he, I don't see him slowing down as long as he's healthy, man. I don't see like like what part of his game really depends on athleticism. Athleticism, I guess, his speed, you know. Yeah. But like yeah. his coordination, his handle, that's that's pretty. I think he'll be able to do that for a while. So yeah. maybe if he just gets too bad defensively, that's probably what's going to be is when he just can't move his feet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna have to, you know, it's like we can't, we're losing too much on the other end to make it worth it. But that might be a while. Who knows? Yeah, he'll he'll probably just end up being the um, the old man in his forties at the Y kind of rotation player, just sitting in the corner, you know, just launching those threes um, and having those like crazy passes. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that was uh, we we got a treat actually, Mason, because we get two segments of this um so here's the we in a day that it was just like filled with poster dunks like paul george lonnie walker uh and then this one miles bridges uh on clint capella terry rosier was actually on the ground and like he was just like okay i gotta get the hell out of the way for this one um is what seemed to be his thought process but here's this uh the uh, announcers for the Charlotte Hornets. I don't even, I it, I don't even know their names, dude. But um, I should I should go look that up. Um, but I thought that Del Curry was one of them. Is he not? I don't know. I don't know if he's maybe he's not every in every game kind of guy. But um, let me look up the broadcast team. I always forget the the play by play guy's name. But he's good. He's just. He, I mean, we'll listen to it, but he gets excited easily. This is like, I, I love this it. is, this one's like understandable, but, um, you know, like sometimes he'll, like, it'll be like LaMelo makes like a mid-range jumper, like, LaMelo ball, <laughs> you know, like he, but good on him. You know, like, it's exciting. Like, I don't, I don't see why. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Why you're, you, that's what you get paid for, for a living yeah. is announcing basketball games, professional basketball games. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play that clip of Miles Bridges uh, dunking all over Clint Capella and the announcers. We'll get their names in a second. Cody Zeller, offensive rebound. Bridges! Oh, my God! Oh, what? A thunderbolt from Bridges! Oh, my word! The filthiest of the filthy! Oh, that'll be the death knell for Atlanta. You can't come back from that. Oh, my goodness. Clip it off. How come they don't just stop the game? That part is like, that part had me rolling at first when he was just, why don't, why can't they just stop the game? I just want to see a replay of this over and over again. That was great. And uh, like you mentioned earlier, how one of the announcers was like, that's probably the nail in the coffin for the Hawks, but they end up to win the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they come back and, yeah. 
Yeah, it's only as as spectacular as as it is. It's only worth two points, just like any other dunk. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that is um that's Eric Collins, and I think yes. it is Del Curry as the the color guy. Um, Interesting. But yeah, no, that's that he uh, he he brings some excitement for sure. No, that was that's that's like one of the best dunks I've seen. Probably this year, I think it's probably the best one, right? I'm trying to mm-hmm. think back. Like you said, the Paul George one was pretty nice, but mm-hmm. um, people keep over, talking about over the a uh, center too. Yeah, yeah. Um, which what? Uh, both of them, right? Miles Bridges yeah, and Paul George. Yeah, yeah, Paul George over Isaiah Stewart, the rookie. Um, his face afterwards is just like uh, I'm gonna be on so many highlights for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but, it was it was it was tough because the Clippers broadcast team was like they were they were just going crazy, you know, of course. But then mm-hmm. they kind of had to check themselves and they're like, by the way, Isaiah Stewart, great great young player. <laughs> You know, like, going to be in this oh, league for God. a long time, but, and then they're like, you know, but he's, this is what he's going to be remembered for, for a while, at least, unless he, you know, really makes some noise here. Um, oh, so, that, yeah, it's it's good on them for, like, saving this kid's face a little bit, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of sucks that that's just what he's going to be known for, probably, for the rest of the season. Um, a lot of people were talking about uh, Anthony Edwards over Utah Watanabe. Um that was a that actually i take that back that's the best time i've seen because that was from the from the corner too like and i just yeah. didn't expect and he got so high they both fall yeah yeah and yeah he literally yeah he made that i don't think either of the other guys fell um right i don't I, think that did bridges push him down or no i, I don't really, I didn't really see it i um, i don't think so but i've for me for me i'm i'm gonna have to go with this this bridges one yeah no capella doesn't doesn't fall bridges doesn't tough, fall yeah. everything was just like so clean the dunk was clean doesn't rattle uh they both they both like land i guess um to me it was like vince carter-esque dude like just to see him just like cock it back that far and yeah it's the long like, arms for, for both it, of those dunks it's like the the length of these guys is crazy dude it's insane and i i think it shows um in a way, in a way for me, it shows more promise for Anthony Edwards because you're just like, okay, he's not, um, kid's not scared, obviously. Um, but for me, like Capella has more of a, like way more of a chance to kind of block this shot as opposed to Watanabe. I think it was the starters that were mentioning it um, in one of their podcasts, which he was just like, he was actually like underneath the basket. So he didn't really have a shot at kind of blocking Anthony Edwards. But I guess that's just nitpicking at this point. Because uh, they're both amazing dunks. Uh, um, yeah, Paul, only... Paul George talked about. Sorry, Paul George talked about the Isaiah Stewart dunk about how yeah he mentioned that what like is... he's already under the basket. Yeah, like that it's it's way easier to, to to go for it as opposed to being in front like in in front of the restricted area. But mm-hmm. yeah, what were you gonna say? I was just the only only thing that is wrong for me with this Miles Bridges dunk, and it's not even Miles Bridges' fault. It's the the bench celebration i feel like it should be way more enthusiastic and animated than it was like obviously you got Lamelo there um he can't go too crazy because of his wrist but like i feel like for example like the that lob city chris paul to deandre jordan on brandon knight like that was an appropriate bench celebration and i feel like that the the charlotte bench should be doing something like that on this dunk because that was it was just insane to see imagine like if this was like a if there were actually people in the in the arena dude that would be that would just be 
too much too much it was in it was in charlotte too right was it it was in charlotte yeah 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 that would have been the place would have erupted i think maybe because it's kind of like what the announcers were saying like because that deandre jordan dunked it was a it was an one so there was a stoppage true people could just be like stopping like and watch in shock like what they just saw Whereas like this, the game kept going, so maybe that's why. But um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, Very you gotta you gotta hype your guy up when he does something like that. Dude, it was insane, insane. Um, oh my goodness, uh, uh, poor poor Capella. Um, he, I mean, he's that's what he's known for. You know, he's known for uh, stopping stopping dunks like that and being a rim protector and everything. So. Let's see how he, uh, I guess, moves on from this. I don't think he's really losing any sleep over it. He's like, that's what I'm supposed to do. It's what I'm getting paid millions to do. It's just exactly, yeah. And like, you gotta, you gotta like lean into it almost. Like, be that known as that guy who's ready to to get dunked on. Who's willing to get dunked on. Like Jared Allen, he's kind of known as that guy who's like, Aaron I don't Baines. care if I get. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm gonna keep doing this because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And mm-hmm. you know, this comes with the territory. I get it. But hopefully, like, he'll earn some respect in the league for like not just you know, walking out of the way and letting a guy go to the room, you know? Yeah, and any publicity is good publicity, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Capella's having a great season. He's been awesome for them. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's a very underrated pickup for Atlanta. I know it's been like a couple seasons already, um, but... Well, he didn't play yeah. last... I mean, he, he they, they got him last season, but he didn't play at all. So, yeah, this has been like oh, technically really? his first year with Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, because he was... Because then there was the... He didn't... I don't... Uh, they didn't make it to the the uh the bubble so true true um yeah he didn't play and now they're the fourth seed seven and three in their last 10 and uh after firing lloyd pierce who's there nate mcmillan right he's yeah uh, quote-unquote interim head coach but i think he'll he the way he's i'm sure i think he'll stay for yeah 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 but we'll see we don't want to hire someone else yeah um i mean if you have anything else to add uh I think uh, it's a it's a short one today, oh, yeah. but it's a solid hour. Yeah, but later. Oh no, next week, right? Next week we'll be doing something that's exciting. Uh, kind of steer away from basketball. Just kind of you know, kind of get to know your 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 two hosts from the Between the Ninety Four podcast. We're going to be drafting our top five movies because we had that whole spiel. I think it was just last week when we were talking about like. Uh, the Justice League movie that's like a four hour long movie, the Zack Snyder cut and like all these these great films that we were talking about last week. And so we're just deciding to get into it. Uh, Mason being a huge, huge movie buff, right? Absolutely. Love me a good, good cinema. Yeah, <laughs> I actually uh, got to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, oh, I haven't I watched s- it on HBO. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dude. It's great. Is it good? Do, I mean, I haven't I, I, seen... I liked it. I saw the one with uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, like the first Godzilla the first one, one from this new yeah. reboot. Yeah, and but I haven't seen... King I have Masters. to watch like Kong Skull Island, right? Or is that not part of this? It's definitely part of it. Okay. And then I have to see Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, Mason, also. dude. So this is the fourth one. Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're ramping it up, man. Who else is in the monster verse? Like, who else are they gonna add? I'm trying to think of other like big. Is Pacific Rim the same company? They should be. <laughs> they should incorporate the Pacific Rim thing. And have all the 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 kaiju's just battling it out with Godzilla yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of crazy. Or Transformers. I'm just trying to think of big like like large things that can. The mo- I don't yeah. think the Transformers are big enough though. They're just the size of cars. I don't think they could 
could deal yeah. with these guys, but yeah. I mean, Mothra. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't Mothra one... in one That's of the? That's true. Yeah, yeah. But he, That's true. He come back. Yeah. There, there's one in Godzilla versus Kong, but they don't like tell you in any of the trailers so i feel like it would be a complete spoiler alert if i tell right. you what it was okay. yeah what don't, it was. Don't, don't. i i have a theory but i mean I've, oh, I, again, I have no nothing about the lore but i read something that's yeah. like there's like might be a yeah yeah i won't say anything but it's yeah i can't uh, i'm actually especially waiting for um the new mortal kombat movie too that looks um, fun yeah it looks great it looks great and uh, i love how they're leaning into like like all the posters i uh, the billboards i see and i saw in la for it were like the headline was get over here like yeah. that was their, their tagline so they're, yeah they're, they're really, really yeah really yeah. using that up um and uh black widow is what because uh, it's it was supposed to you know i think it was supposed to be released last Last it's supposed to be May. last May, and then yeah, up until a couple weeks ago, it was supposed to be this May, and mm-hmm. then they just pushed it back to July. So I, and yeah, I would like to actually like because the ArcLight cinemas in LA, or I don't know if they're not just LA, but they've closed and the entire company shut down. So please, everybody, go if you're vaccinated and you feel like safe. Obviously, like safety comes first, but if you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. like go see a movie in the theater. Don't just watch it on hbo or disney plus like you know because those that's my like favorite experience i don't want movie theaters to to go away and it seems like it's a possibility now so yeah are you are you a horror movie guy do you like horror movies you know i'm not like opposed to them like i I don't get freaked out and i enjoy them when i watch them but i never like go out of my way like i've heard the um the uh insidious movies are really good and um, they're pretty good yeah the annabelle annabelle um yeah, the Conjuring. 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 Yeah, I heard it like fantastic. Um, yeah, I love I love Get Out. I love Us. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Down. Yeah, I, I'm actually because Peel is supposed to be coming out with the Candyman too, right? I think he was a producer on Candyman. Did that? I think that might have already come out. No, it no. didn't. I think I saw a trailer for a while ago, but I did too. It. But then again, I saw a trailer for A Quiet Place too, like a year and a half ago, also. And there was a billboard up in San Francisco. I think it was on the two eighty, um, and it's like March something for A Quiet Place too. And it's just like that's that was in twenty nineteen. So I was just like, okay, uh, I guess yeah. I guess not. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that I'm excited for too because I, I yeah I love the first one. Um, no, Candyman hasn't been out. I think it got pushed, so it comes out August 27th of this year. Oh, okay. See, that's what I okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And so, it's uh, produced by Jordan Peele, but directed by Nia DaCosta. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Well, like for me at least, because like my I don't feel like my top five is going to be all too exciting. Like. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think I have some, like, because, I don't know. So, are we, are we like, for example, the Avengers movies, should we lay some ground rules, or should that just be, like, in in, in that podcast? I think it's whatever you find. I mean, I'm going to say it's my, these are my favorite movies, not, like, my, like, objectively, I think, like, are the best. I mean, I'm not a okay. film guy. Like, I'm not a film buff. I don't, like, understand cinematography or anything, but, like. Right, right. Yeah, I think just movies that, like, you enjoy the most of any, any movie, I guess, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Because I I only have two right now, if I'm being honest, and they're not like neither of them are action movies or anything right. like that. So. No. Yeah. We'll I have like yeah very niche like yeah yeah I mean not niche but you know I I'm not just a franchise Sappy. guy yeah. yeah 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 um yeah so that'll be exciting so tune in for that one um 
yeah uh so where can people find you mason your sports illustrated stuff yeah so um at mason basada on twitter m-a-s-o-n-b as in boy i-s-s-a-d-a and then uh, if you want to read my stuff just go si.com slash nba slash clippers and for me you can find me on twitter at sam chavaria c-h-a-v as in victor a-r-r-i-a underscore um Please, if you have any questions, tweet at us, anything. Um, I, I'm super excited for this dual segment of what did you say? It's, it's great. It's going to be great. Um, we'll, we'll try to get more segments on too uh, as we continue to add some uh, pro, like production quality, I guess. But thanks for listening in. Uh, glad to hear you made it back safe and sound east coast mason uh hopefully you get to try some some damn white castle you know soon man promise, <laughs> <I> promise. <laughs> all right everyone thanks for listening